0: You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast, sex and relationship advice you can use tonight. Welcome to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. I'm your co-host, Brandon Ware, here with my lovely other half, Dr. Jess. Hey, hey. Hey, how's it going?
1: Awesome. We're going to be talking about sex and cannabis today.
0: Yeah, I've had some experiences with cannabis.
1: <laughs> and sex or just cannabis? No, just
0: cannabis. Just No, I mean with both, but my experiences with cannabis have been up and down, back and forth. It was a really bad.
1: positive thing in your life for a while.
0: It was for a while. It was great. And, and now- then it wasn't once. <laughs> and since then, it has not existed.
1: You're abstaining.
0: I have abstained for... Over a decade.
1: Has it been a decade? Yeah,
0: it's been over, it's been 10 or 12 years since, since I that. last. Since
1: that fateful night? Since
0: that night. Wow. Yeah, that was, that was not great for the, me.
1: Uh, do you remember when we used to enjoy Friday nights, a little bit of cannabis and a lot of sour candies, chocolates, craft dinner, and chips, and I would get upset if I didn't get all four of my food groups? Yeah,
0: we would engage in some cannabis consumption, and then you would send me and a good friend, Over to the store to load up on all of those goodies. And it was great walking over there. I'm sure we looked like a couple of fools.
1: Do you remember um, sex while we were high?
0: Not at all. No, no, not really. I remember do, hold a few on. times. Yes, I do. It was great.
1: <laughs> I remember a few times where it went on and on and on and on. And if, I'm sure it didn't. Sounds but it,
0: like a complaint.
1: No, no, it wasn't. Sorry, did I say it that way? <laughs> no, actually, it wasn't. I mean, I have no problem complaining. <laughs>
0: yeah, we, know, we know. For those of you behind the scenes, she yeah. lets me know I'll, when it doesn't work. Totally. Uh, not working.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember feeling like this one experience just lasted and lasted and lasted And I mean, we're going to be talking about things a little bit more, I think, interesting and complex than our recreational, totally civilian use. Yeah.
0: And I'm curious about what can be used now that doesn't necessarily result in that psychotropic effect. Right. Because it's not just about getting high. There are so many other benefits
1: Exactly. And so our guest is the expert in that. We'll we'll leave that to her. And before we welcome her on, I want to say thanks to Womanizer and encourage folks to check out the Womanizer Premium. So even if you don't love the name, this toy is incredible. It's what we call pleasure air technology. People describe it as a suction toy, but it's not a suction. It's got this little loop, this little opening that goes over the head of the clit, releases tiny little bursts of air, like wave-like air, and it feels... Ah, uh, sort of like a <laughs> like a, <laughs> a combination of sucking and licking and kind of a gentle blowing and rubbing. It's really awesome. So check out the Womanizer toys. Please use code DrJess at Womanizer.com wherever you are in the world. And I'll get credit for their knowing that you were listening to this podcast. Very much appreciated. So it's Womanizer.com and the code is, as always, I'm trying to make the code on every site, D R J E. And you know I want, to dop- I want to drop the damn doctor.
0: Yeah, I mean, why not?
1: I, I know. It's just I've created the brand around it. Folks, it's so funny because even when I meet people, they say, hey, Dr. Jess. And I'm like, no, just call me Jess. Only Brandon has to call me doctor.
0: <laughs> it's Going back to the sexual experiences, <laughs> call me doctor.
1: Yeah, well, that that's a hot thing. That's totally different. And that, that pre-existed the, the PhD. It, did. it totally did, yeah. <laughs> All right, joining us today, we have... Antoinette Gomez of Pleasure Peaks. Thank you so much for being here, Antoinette. Uh, Tell us about Pleasure Peaks, what it is you do, and why you founded this company.
2: Of course, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. Pleasure Pleasure Peaks, um, it was one of my first cannabis companies that I started back in 2015, pre-legalization. Um, My background is in holistic nutrition. I was always really interested about superfoods and how to really heal yourself naturally through holistic foods. And it was always shocking to me when it came to superfoods and cannabis being one of them. And once I started working at a chronic pain clinic, I had access to thousands of patients that were telling me that they were using cannabis to help treat their sexual health ailment. And I was absolutely blown away. I was like, there's no way this is true. (laughs) I had people telling me that they were using cannabis um, for multiple chronic ailments from cancer to veterans to people who have Crohn's disease, um, endometriosis. And what thing that really stuck out to me is that there's a huge demographic of women specifically that aren't having the best sex lives of their dreams. And not only that, a lot of them are dealing with a lot of pain mitigation, or even sometimes psychological trauma. And that was something that was very eye opening for me from a person who didn't have um, pain in, in intercourse, never had problems achieving an orgasm during sex, or never had fertility issues but I found that there is a huge demographic of women that were suffering in silence and I felt that it was um, really disheartening to understand that they didn't really have products or support or information to really have an optimal sex life regardless of whatever you were dealing um, medically so pleasure Peaks is a cannabis based woman sexual health company it's a community we um, have lots of events throughout the year that really educate people on cannabis and how other patients have also used it to help their sexual health ailments. And um, we also have a podcast as well as a platform for women to share their stories as well from women who have had endometriosis and have been told that they'll never have children at a very young age in their early 20s to using cannabis suppositories for six months and getting pregnant or women with having fibroids, which is a um, a tumor in the uterus, a benign tumor, but also treating it with Rick Simpson oil so they don't have to have um, a hysterectomy, which means that they don't have to lose their ability to have children in the future. And these things are mind-blowing and they're incredibly effective to the point where it can really change a person's quality of life. And I think that's worth raising awareness on and paying attention to and actively funding research in in these places. So yeah, it's been a passion project of mine for a very long time, and I'm so happy how much it's grown and how much cannabis has been really apparent in the news these days, and I'm just really happy to be a part of it.
1: <laughs> can you help us, because you already have said some terms that I'm not familiar with, can you help us to better understand cannabis? I know that it, there's a lot to it, and you can't give us a full crash course, but can you just give us a, some delineation, you know, between CBD, THC, um, different strains, you said, I think Rick, Rick Sim- Simpson oil. Yeah. yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And then we can dive into uh, the connection between cannabis use and perhaps uh, mitigation of symptoms related to endo and menstrual pain.
2: Of course, I would love to. What's something is that is so cool about cannabis is that it's so taboo, of course. Um, you know, it has been illegal for decades and uh, the war on drugs has made people think of cannabis when in terms of mad reefer or marijuana. And there's so many terms of cannabis, cess, weed, whatever you want to call it. Um, but the medical term is cannabis and the correct term is cannabis that I like to use. And cannabis is a plant and you can use it by infusing it, um, or you can use it topically or edibly. What I love about cannabis is that there's lots of medical properties. Like we mentioned, the two biggest um, medical components of cannabis is THC and CBD. Those are two cannabinoids in, that are found in the plant that are incredibly helpful for pain mitigation within patients. And, um, but there's so much more than just THC and CBD. But we'll focus on those first two cannabinoids just to make things very simple right now. THC is what is known to have you feeling intoxicated. It really gets you um, really into that creative flow, but you definitely feel high. That's the high effect of cannabis. But THC has also been able to really help you mitigate pain as well. So sometimes there's the debate of using intoxicating cannabis products versus non-intoxicating cannabis products, but something that I've learned while being a holistic nutritionist is that every ailment is super specific and finding what's best for you is the most important route. CBD is found in cannabis, but it's also found in hemp. And what I love about cbd is that it's non-psychoactive so these are the cannabinoids that you can use that you don't have to feel intoxicated so these are great for um for first beginners who are looking to test their waters and cannabis into their sex lives but don't really want to get high their first time which is totally fair having a cbd option can not feel that anxiety of being high and also just enjoy the beautiful benefits of muscle relaxing um helps incredibly with anxiety or sexual anxiety, um, really helps you get out of your head and into your body. Um, And it's also really good for inflammation. So using it as a lube, if you have, if you're dealing with like endometriosis or fibroids could also really help you. And Rick Simpson oil is just a type of um, infusion of cannabis or a type of method. When you use cannabis, you can really use it as a flower or a dried herb and roll it up in a joint. You can either use that herb in um, a bong or you can um, make that herb into a butter and make cookies and edibles, or you can make it into a glycerin and make cocktails. So there's so many different Cannabinoid infusions you can make the opportunities are really endless on how you really want to incorporate it into your sex lives A lot of people like to use massage oils, but rick simpson oil is just An oil that's very well known in canada because rick simpson cured his cancer He was one of the first people that cured his own cancer with cannabis Um right when the youtube.com boom kind of happened So everybody knows rick simpson oil as high um high-extracted cannabis products. So those are like 99.9% THC. Very, very, very intoxicating, very high and potent. Although with that potency, it can also have amazing effects on tumors, like we've mentioned, or cancers. So that's... um, and I guess that was we need, very interesting.
1: I'm sure we need more research in this area because we haven't really had the funding. So people can have kind of anecdotal reports of usage, but are, are we lacking funding for full research or are you seeing that, that that's shifting uh, because of the changes in the law?
2: Yeah. So, you know, what was really getting um, my blood boiling when I started Pleasure Peaks was noticing that women's sexual health is the least funded area in the body and the mm-hmm. least researched as well, mm-hmm. which is, crazy to me considering life starts there and i felt that we have so much to honor there Um, but yeah that's very interesting to me and ever since i found that out i've been adamantly pushing for research i know that there's not a ton of research on um, sexual health ailments but there's ton of anecdotal evidence and when we talk about anecdotal research it means that we have literally millions of reviews of people that are using cannabis for their own ailments and there's a lot of proof in the pudding there Obviously, it's not enough. Definitely not enough. Because as a person like myself, I'm a huge geek when it comes to medical cannabis products to have a standardized care and cannabis products that people feel safe with and can get the exact same experience every single time. But what's really unique about cannabis is that there's thousands of different genetic strains. And when we use cannabis, every strain has very different effects. So it's really important to test the strains in your very um, early stages and see what really works the best for you. And um, I know we all have really funny names for our genetics, which is annoying sometimes, like Blueberry or Alaskan Thunderfuck or Pineapple Express. But with these crazy genetic names, they actually tell us majority of the time the terpene profile or the THC to CBD ratio that we're looking for, Hmm. which is why I think people that have been in cannabis for a very long time have so much knowledge on really helping people choose the right strains for them.
1: And so we need more experts in the field. I mean, I have to think about uh, the way in which folks of color and black people in particular have been thrown in jail for using, for selling. And now we're in a new system where certain people are, you know, especially people with money, are able to now benefit and, and profit. Uh, is this something you've run into in your work as, as a young woman and woman of color?
2: Thank you so much for asking that question. I don't think I've been asked that question, but I would love to answer it. As being a young woman of color in the cannabis industry that's incredibly monopolized, it's been very hard for me to really get through here in Canada when in When getting involved in a cannabis company in Canada, there's a lot of licenses that you need to get through and there's a lot of partnerships. And unfortunately, it's a very small circle. And majority of the people who are involved in the legal cannabis space come from ex-pharma, ex-political insiders, and ex-police chiefs, (laughs) Hmm. literally. Hmm. And um, that's been something that I've been very aware about. The reason why I also started Pleasure Peaks is because I wanted to be a part of the game. I understand that... I, um, I understand how pharmaceuticals, I believe, are amazing, and Western medicine is amazing, but I don't think it's the only option that we have, and I believe that women should have different options, as well as the option to have a company that has our best interest at heart, as well as having a company in the pharmaceutical world that's run by women for women, especially when it comes to women's sexual health ailments, just because I felt that 80, over 86% of, of feminine hygiene products that are in our Rexols today have very toxic ingredients in them. And that comes from either tampons or that comes from lubes, but majority of them have very toxic ingredients for the vaginal flora. And that really makes me think about why we have so many raising sexual health ailments they're really just coming to fruition and these are drastic numbers women with endometriosis is 10 percent of the world this is over hundreds of millions of women that are suffering right now and they don't have a single product out there you know when it comes to women with endometriosis they're told to either get on birth control or have a surgery to the point where they can't bear children or they can't have optimal sex, whereas Uh, we're trusting it with cannabis and we're having incredibly pleasurable sex and having children again. So it's been very hard to navigate that being a person of color and also being hypersexualized because of the color mm -hmm. of my skin. Um, But I love that I'm still here today and I believe that women still deserve this.
1: Good. And and you've raised millions of dollars for support and research in in your with Pleasure Peaks, that's correct?
2: I have with Pleasure Peaks, and we've been able to um, partner with a lot of amazing manufacturers in the U.S. and in Canada, and I'm really excited for what we're going to be coming up with.
1: Wonderful. Now, I'd like to talk about endometriosis. So folks who perhaps aren't familiar with endo, it refers to, it's a very painful experience in which the uterine tissue or tissue similar to that which lines your uterus, or which we call the endometrium, it grows outside of the uterus. And I mean, I've seen hundreds and hundreds, and then I've read thousands of other accounts from mostly young women who have their concerns entirely dismissed. They're either told that it's in their head, they're told to use more lube if sex is painful. As you said, they might be put on birth control to lighten uh, the symptoms of their period and lighten the, the flow, and or they have trouble accessing surgery, or they have surgeons who maybe aren't considerate of the quality of life that goes along with surgery between your legs. And so I'm very interested, and I know that we, we may not have the scientific studies or peer-reviewed studies yet, but I'm very interested in anecdotal stories from people who have used cannabis to address either the symptoms of endometriosis or the condition itself. And uh, I'm interested in, in how it's used because I, d- I don't even know where people begin. Is it a bath? Is it an oil? Is it a topical? Uh, do you smoke? Is it a suppository? Is it is it taken in food? Is it in, in, in glycerin? Uh, all of the above. And I'm sure, as you said, everybody's Everybody's body is different. So I'd love to know what you've learned, especially in your podcast, because you must be hearing stories from hundreds or thousands of women.
2: Yes, most definitely. Endometriosis has been on our radar for a very long time. Um, what I love about our podcast is that. It, we're really able to raise awareness on this topic. So I think our first episode is actually covering endometriosis, and we have another episode with a doctor who talks even deeper about CBD and why it's so effective for endometriosis. Um, on our podcast, we love to have a disclaimer that obviously this none of this information is to treat, cure, or diagnose anyone. These are really just stories that we're sharing. But at the end of the day, what I love is that we're finding is that using cannabis applications, um Are incredibly effective for women with endometriosis. And the thing about cannabis, just to take one step back, is that we all have an endocannabinoid system in our body, which is (laughs) super cool that we don't really learn about in school, of course, just like we have a respiratory system and a muscular system and a central nervous system, we also have an endocannabinoid system specifically for processing cannabinoids like THC and CBD. And what's really cool is that we have a lot of CBD, um, CB2 receptors in our uterus lining in within our pelvic floor and also within our breast tissue. So clearly we, um, are very familiar with CBD and THC within the body. And, um, when it comes to using it, um, as an application or specifically for women with endometriosis or finding that, and suppositories are incredibly effective for women. What I love about suppositories is that it has a pretty, as it has a prolonged effect, six to eight hours. And you can make this at home as well. But there are so many amazing um, endometriosis advocates that have videos on how to make your own suppositories at home with infusing cannabis oil with like a shea butter or a coconut oil or specifically a manna coconut oil that keeps it very hard um, at room temperature or even a little bit of harder temperatures really works and what we're finding and we had dr caroline um, hartridge join us from new york city who has her own cannabis line as well and speaks heavily on cannabis as a medical product she says that when we use cannabis um, on the vagina or internally it really helps with inflammation and endometriosis has tons of inflammation on the vaginal lining and what we can do is if we use suppositories there it can really give it time to get the inflammation low enough to heal itself so you don't really feel the effects of endometriosis so it truly is treating it in that sense and um, with that comes um, a, an opportunity to have pleasurable sex again. And if you use it for even long, longer periods, like six months, you can really, um, help heal and also, um, just strengthen that tissue again for having kids in the future. So that was something that's really interesting to me to find out. Um, But there's so much more, of course. I'm such a geek when it comes to cannabis um, applications, and I wish I could tell you so much more, but there's so much that we can do with cannabis there for sure.
1: What is a cannabis bath? I remember hearing about this a while back, but I haven't explored it.
2: Yeah, having a cannabis infused bath is amazing. I love cannabis massages. I'm definitely the queen of pampering myself, and <laughs> I like to mix up a bunch of Epsom salts. Um, you know, put a few essential oils in there, make maybe some baking soda, and maybe a quarter cup of cannabis oil, or maybe a few tablespoons of cannabis oil, and just mixing that all together running a bath and throwing the epsom salts the infused epsom salts in the bath can really just help you relax your whole muscles your whole body that also really helps when women with endo because it just helps with the tension um because it's just so incredibly painful for women with endo that it can really just be very stress relieving on the on the muscles on the muscle tissue so that is is really beautiful for really anybody as well because it's just if you've never it's, it's just like having 10 baths at once. You just leave with your arms feeling like noodles, kind of. <laughs> no, so, I, ne- I need that. I wish uh, we had a
1: bathtub.
0: Uh, yeah, we don't have a bathtub. <laughs> we <laughs> tore but, out
1: our bathtubs.
0: <laughs> but I do wonder, is it absorbed through the skin in a bath? I'm assuming that's how it penetrates and adds to that relaxation element and healing element.
2: Yep, you heard that right. It's beautiful that we have um, endocannabinoid receptors on the skin as well. We have it all throughout our body, within our brain, within our heart. Within it. It's pretty amazing. So what I love about cannabis is that it it's, can be applied almost everywhere. And also for those suppositories for men, I love recommending them for anal before sex as well. It can really help um, loosen up the lower back and, and um, really help with tantric energy experiences as well.
1: Ooh, I'm kind of interested as to how this might connect with pelvic floor health. Do you know any pelvic floor therapists who are also working in the cannabis space?
2: Not specifically, but I'm definitely, um, I love working with them just simply because they have so much to offer, but not specifically when it comes to cannabis. Um, But I know that doctors have found it incredibly helpful for them. And massage therapist like my own, for sure.
0: <laughs> so you talked about massage and the benefits there. As somebody, so for instance, for my personally, I'm not big on getting the high, high, high. Like, I mean, it's not that I don't,
1: <laughs> it's not like you weren't it's at not one that point i in didn't <laughs> uh,
0: but lately i'm not interested as much in getting high but i'd love to benefit from it so what are the like um some massage oils that infuse it the cbd so that i don't get that high effect but still benefit from it what would you recommend
2: most definitely when it comes to infusing cannabis oil it really loves healthy fats Um, so thinking of like a high fat oil, like coconut oil is, is going to be a really good infusion, um, or an almond oil. Um, what I also like to do is put just a, like a, just a dash of grapeseed oil, just like as a natural preservative and it doesn't have a flavor as well. So if you use it as a loop, which is great, um, But a high fat oil, what what I would do is you either get a crock pot or a level oil machine, which can you believe a level oil machine is a cannabis cannabis? kitchen countertop appliance these days you can put <laughs> cannabis in it or you can put um, use a crock pot but basically it infuse it for about two to four hours and and it's very very low heat just because you don't want to burn the oil of course but you just want to burn it enough that the cannabinoids could really fall off of the, the leaves and once that happens after two hours you would strain it or the love oil would do it to, for yourself um, put it in a mason jar and yeah you can also add your favorite favorite essential oils some people put lavender in the crock pot as well um So you can get really fun with it if you like it a little bit heated, you know, trying some like a dash of cinnamon, obviously not super much and making your own lube. It's really, it's really fun or you can use that lube uh, as a lube or as a massage oil simply because it's a, it's an all-in-one oil.
1: And is this so that I better understand you're talking about the flower or the bud actually going into the crock pot or are you talking about like drops of CBD oil?
2: Yes, definitely dried bud for this experience. Okay. If you have CBD oil, I believe you don't have to necessarily infuse the oil. You can just mix it up if it's um, oil soluble.
1: What about these CBD oils? Are they all, I mean, maybe this is an ignorant question, but I'm just a newbie, Uh it- are they all similar potency? Are, are they all very different? Like, does an average person like me who orders it, can we find out what strain it is? Because you talked about all these different strains um, and different turpines. Like, how, how do we know what we're ordering?
2: Yeah, for sure. When uh, it comes to CBD, it's an absolute mess. <laughs> Unfortunately, right. it's a mess for everyone. When, since we're here in Canada, we have an amazing legal system. So we're here in Toronto, you can go to the Ontario Cannabis Store. So OCS.ca and look up CBD oils. That is the most informed CBD um, you can buy on the market today. It tells you exactly how many milligrams of CBD are per drop. It tells you um, what percentages of CBD is in it. It tells you the ratios between CBD and THC. It also tells you the uh, major terpene profiles that they're finding in there. Okay. Um, so it, what I love about the Ontario Cannabis Store is that obviously it's incredibly safe and um, and it's also tested, and they have lots of information on it, which is incredible for people like us, or everyone. But when you look at the U.S., they have just passed a hemp farm bill, so now there's CBD on every bodega. Every corner, there's CBD everything, and um, it's not very much regulated. And we have people that are selling, like, five milligram of CBD to like a thousand milligrams of CBD so people are really not understanding where to start but what I love about CBD is that it's non-psychoactive so it's incredibly safe to try Um, and there's different types of CBD so there's full spectrum and then there's CBD isolate and full spectrum means that you're getting the CBD as well as the terpene profiles um, in the plant. But when you get CBD isolate, you're simply extracting that CBD molecule, and that's it, it's an isolated molecule of CBD, so it comes in a powder form. And I like the CBD isolate because I can put it in my water in the morning or I can put it in an oil, but, um, having, it's a little bit harder to find the CBD isolate, but the CBD drops are also great because you can put it into your teas or coffees or food as well. Um, so yeah, cause it can either be digested through the stomach, through your endocannabinoid system or through the skin. So yeah, feel free to play around with it.
1: <laughs> in, in terms of skin absorption, um, can THC be absorbed through the skin? Like, can you get high from a massage oil or, or no?
2: Most definitely, THC can be absorbed through the skin. Uh, you know, any girl that has tried a lube can tell you that. Um, <laughs> yes. Be, but it will, it will not get you high because it's not passing the blood-brain the blood brain barrier. It's not going through the actual liver and into the bloodstream. But what's happening is when you use cannabis as a topical, it's, it's only used as a localized effect. So it only, you'll only feel that effect on wherever you place it. That's uh-huh. what I love about topicals. So like if I'm working out or if I have a, a really like stiff neck and I want to massage, using cannabis in that area can really help relax the muscles and feel really loose, but I won't actually feel high, which is the greatest part, so I can go along my day and not feeling intoxicated or drive.
1: And that makes so much sense for people dealing with, for example, menstrual pain or just tension in air in an area. You mentioned easing lower back pain, and that's why I asked about the pelvic floor therapist, because oftentimes when we have pain in the groin, it's related to, you know, referred pain from the area. Now, if we, if we take this back kind of to the general public, um, folks who are just looking to make their first foray into the use of cannabis and sex. Uh, To wrap us up, can you you give us an idea of where to begin?
2: Yeah, if you're looking to enhance your sex lives with sex these days, get creative because you are in the perfect time. (laughs) We have so many different cannabis products to choose from. And what I love to, the, the advice that I love to share with you all is to get a strain journal. Get a cannabis journal with you or your partner. It's fun to explore by yourself or with a partner. Try a different strain. and see what works for you. You know, try a joint. Maybe the joints don't work for you. Maybe you're more into topicals like lubes and oils or maybe you're into edibles like um, teas or infused foods like brownies they all have very different effects you know some are long longer than others so really testing out what works best for you um, through a strain journal would really help you because you'll recognize the names or what um, ratio to cbd to thc works for you and because it's all different Even if you're using the exact same product that your partner is using, what I find is that you both can have very different experiences because what's super unique about our endocannabinoid system, unlike our central nervous system and all of our other systems, is that it's as unique as a fingerprint, So my cannabinoid system looks completely different um, than yours. So if we're using the same product, we can still have very different effects. And this is very crucial um, when using it with a partner to understand, you know, what their likes or dislikes are on cannabis and what really works for them. Since I've been consuming and, you know, testing cannabis products for years, like at least eight plus years, I found that some strains don't work for me like White Widow or White Castle. And I just stay away from those strains. They just give me a very big headache not sure why, but there's hundreds more that I can test out and that I absolutely love. So finding a strain journal and, you know, having fun with it, I think is the best part as a couple and definitely starting with CBD rather than THC. And as you go up, just start small and go slow. That's a rule of thumb that I like to share.
1: I like that. And the local application or the local effect seems to make sense to me if you're brand new at this. So you're not necessarily going to feel it across the body if you're using something topical, you know, on your thighs or on your hands or something like that. Is that accurate?
2: I would totally echo that for sure. And um, I would love for people to play around with cannabis lubes, especially if they ever are finding that they're having trouble achieving orgasm. I would just love to leave that with you all.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I, I know that I have to let you go, but uh, I've had clients who have had their first orgasm with the use of topical cannabis uh, like along the labia, so not internally, but many of them mm-hmm. have have reported that. And again, it's it's anecdote. And I think with anything that causes a change in your body, it's going to be different for each person, right? You know, if, if I drink a, a shot of Jack Daniels, or let's say three, and Brandon drinks three shots, we're gonna be in very different places, even though he's you know, 200 pounds and I'm smaller than that, the, the three shots of Jack are actually gonna hit you harder.
0: Yeah, I mean- Because you're not
1: as practiced as I'm me. Not, I'm not as practiced, <laughs> yes. Let's, let's leave it there. Yeah, and then some people get sick from drinking alcohol. Some people can't have any at all. And others, as I said, are practiced. <laughs> or, I mean, there, there's a genetic component to it as well. Each their own. So, so, I really, yeah, to each their own, really appreciate your taking the time. Highly recommend it, folks. Check out your Pleasure Talks podcast. You also have some Pleasure Island retreats. Can you tell us uh, where to find out more about that?
2: Most definitely. I love our Pleasure Island retreats. Um, something that I did really early on after my holistic nutrition schooling was taking more tantric courses. And tantra is having a very sacred relationship with yourself and your partner, just delving a little bit deeper into intimacy, trust, and communication. So I love sharing it with people, but it's really an amazing island to go away and off into your hedonistic self and pleasure with cannabis, with aphrodisiac-infused foods, with amazing waterfall tours and grow tours and you know cannabis spa um, um, including as well so it's a really beautiful experience we have them in Hawaii and Jamaica both places where it's legal so it's very safe and fun and pleasurable to enjoy so if you're a couple please come up we also include singles as well and yes you can find that at pleasurepeaks.com
1: Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for taking the time. Really encourage people to go check out your website. Be sure to check out your, your podcast as well because I'm sure there's a lot to be learned from other people's stories. Uh, follow along. It's Antoinette on Twitter and at Pleasure Peaks. Uh, thank you again for being here. Really appreciate your time.
2: Of course. Thank you so much for having me. We talked about a lot of juiciness on cannabis and it's always a pleasure. Well, a lot of food for thought there.
1: Yeah,
0: lots to digest.
1: But not gummies, because my problem with gummies is once I'm high, I want more and more gummies, and you can't just keep eating the weed gummies.
0: I appreciate the comment of taking it slow and going, um, just going at your own pace, because I know that with edibles, <laughs> uh, friends that have consumed larger amounts initially and then subsequently had very bad experiences. Not you, that that's. Are you
1: talking about the time you thought you pooed your pants?
0: I don't think I. That was me. That might have been so. I've had my share of experiences where, you know, I have not felt okay. And that's actually a big reason why the last decade I haven't really uh, consumed.
1: Although we're really talking about um, like THC, the psychotropics. So certainly yes. um, you, you've used CBD oil though, right? recently? I have
0: used CBD oil. I actually started using CBD oil when our pup was sick and used it as an alternative method to ease the pain, had to do a lot of research into it because of the, um, the toxic effect of THC on animals. So I did a lot of research into the different strains and uh, the CBD oil and then after <laughs> ended up consuming some of it on my own, just simply because I recognized that there were a lot of, from the research, a lot of benefits that I would take as well.
1: Awesome. Well, thanks for being here. Next time, I'd love to talk a little bit more about uh, cannabis and men's sexual health.
0: Yeah, I'd be curious to know what kind of products would benefit, you know, us people with penises who, uh, you know, want to wanna dabble and want to explore. And, and I'm glad to hear that you don't have to experience the, the psychotropic effects right off the bat if you don't want to.
1: And I'm glad to hear that I can experience the <laughs> psychotropic effects if I that's what I'm to. looking for. <laughs> yes. Well, we're different personalities. I like a little bit of loss of control.
0: And I enjoy maintaining
1: control. (laughs) And so it works out. So thanks for chatting, babe. Thank you to you for listening. Folks, if you're in the market for a new Pleasure Air toy, check out womanizer.com. Use the code Dr. Jess. Uh, It's really, I, I like their premium version, but they have many different products. And they are They're game changers in the adult toy field. So they really, I know a lot of people have stolen their technology, but they worked very hard to create this technology. So a big fan, womanizer.com. And one of my favorite, I have to just mention, features of their premium womanizer is that it has something called smart silent technology, meaning that when you pull it away from your body, it actually stops and then it doesn't turn back on until it makes contact with the skin very cool yeah kind of like getting your partner to shut up and just, <laughs> sorry
0: feel like we're really opening up here today
1: <laughs> shh, shh don't talk hush your mouth don't talk hush your mouth alright folks wherever you're at hope you have a great one we'll be back next week and every week with a brand new episode
2: you're listening
0: to the sex with dr. jess podcast improve your sex life improve your
2: life